Good morning. My name is Terry Bankert. I'm a Flint-based family law attorney, 2351970. My office is downtown Flint, across the street from the courthouse. My phone number is 2351970. I like to keep uh, my clients informed, uh, give a lot of education. And here's a small sampling of the kinds of discussions I would have with you if you came in and sought my services. So we're going to talk about changes in child custody today. My name is Terry Bankard. I'm a Flint-based parenting time family law attorney. I often have a client come in with these facts. The parties were given joint legal custody of their child, but plaintiff mother had sole physical custody. How does dad change this? And it can be done. You have to tell the court what's new, what the changes in circumstances are since the last order. Under MCL 722.27, a uh, party requesting a change must establish proper cause or a change in circumstances before the trial court may even hold a hearing to consider the requested change. That's called Vadvarka is the case. In a recent case, I reviewed the change in circumstances that played out in this case. Uh, some were, I expect, and some surprised me. The defendant in this case moved for a change of custody, alleging these following changes. Since the last order, physical abuse of the child, repeated exposure to different men living in the household with mom, and instability of plaintiff's life as a reason to revisit custody. The court found that defendant's motion included allegations, this is the appeals court, and evidence sufficient to establish, at the very least, that there were contested factual issues that must be resolved for the trial court to make an informed decision. So the Court of Appeals sent it back to the trial court to do it over again. That's how this process works. In addition, the court, but this is an unpublished opinion, so it's not stereotypes. In addition, the Court of Appeals found that additionally the following should be considered. Video evidence. First time I've seen that. Maybe I haven't looked hard enough. I presume if you can get in video evidence, you can get in text too. Uh, evidence that the child had begun to engage in self-injurious behavior. Um, well, a couple times a year, a uh, parent says the child's cutting themselves. Okay, um, And that the child is struggling with frustrations. Well, okay. Maybe that's part of being uh, a preteen and teen, but it's something that can be used to take to court and say, hey, this child should live with me for a while till we can resolve some issues. So, as we said, a party requesting the change must establish proper cause or a change in circumstances before the trial court may even hold a hearing to consider the requested change. So sometimes you want to get some affidavits. Here's something that was moderately new to me. A change in disciplinary techniques to include corporal punishment may constitute a change in circumstances that has a significant effect on a child. So you have mom and dad, when they were living together, they didn't give corporal punishment. And then uh, the parties divorce, dad's an easy touch, uh, child maybe doesn't have much discipline and then a new significant other maybe new wife comes into dad's life 
and it's a different day as the discipline, and maybe now it involves corporal punishment. Well, that can be used. You have to analyze it. You have to maybe get a therapist involved, what impact this has had on the child's life. So, in summary, a parent may not modify or amend a previous judgment or order uh, involving custody except for when proper cause is shown or because of a change in circumstances. Uh, yeah. uh, proper cause, mom's in a mental institution. The legislator establishes burden to minimize the disruptions in the child's life. So the court doesn't like to do this. Under uh, the state statute, a party requesting a change must establish proper cause or change in circumstances. I'm going to repeat this so you kind of get used to the term before the trial court may even hold a hearing. That's why you have to do a lot of work on the front side on a change in custody. The court concluded, in this case, that the phrase change in circumstances should be understood to require the moving party to prove that since the entry of the last custody order, the conditions surrounding custody of the child have changed. These conditions could have a significant effect on the child's well-being, and they have materially changed. Court stated not just any change will suffice revisiting custody. The evidence must demonstrate something more than normal life changes to rise to the level of a change in circumstances. So if you think that you would like to take a fresh look at your custody order and some new things have occurred that just might justify it, give me a call. Um, This is what I do. Uh, I'll give you a full uh, briefing on what I think may work for you. So, uh, sorry for a little break there. Uh, give me a call. Um, I'm doing this on a smartphone and some ad came up. Uh, give me a call. I'll uh, make an appointment for you and then we'll go over this thoroughly and I'll absolutely let you know if you. I think you have a change in circumstances. I will not waste your money. My name is Terry Banker, 235-1970, 235-1970.